Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. One constant feeling reigns over the 130-plus year history of NC State Wolfpack football. Hope. And when there's hope, well, Pack fans can always relate. Pack family, time for a true look at your team. Expert analysis, special guests, and a Carter Finley-sized bag full of X's and O's. Let's get hooked up for Pack Therapy. Here are your hosts, Tim Donnelly and Wolfpack Rate, Mike Lennon. Pack Therapy, reaction to a Clemson win. This is going to be a fun one. First, though, make sure you go everywhere you listen to your podcast and subscribe, like, comment, all those sorts of things on the Pack Therapy pod. We'd greatly appreciate it. Tell all your friends, your family, your coworkers. Uh, it'd really help us out. That's actually, you know, let's go back to a previous. Speaking of going into our podcast, uh, that right there is why Hunter Renfro wouldn't make a bet on the <laughs> NC State Clemson game. Didn't want, didn't uh, want, to, didn't want to lose. Yeah, uh, we need to check on that. I know they play on Monday Night Football tonight, but I wonder. Uh, I mean, wonder what was said. <laughs> I hope AJ, AJ Cole, who was also on a previous podcast, gave his his teammate Hunter Renfro a little bit of guff. Uh, Hunter did seem like the kind of guy that when Clemson loses, it kind of ruins his weekend. So uh, this would have been the perfect opportunity. I didn't even realize they played on Monday night. I'm, I mean, I don't know if they would. ESPN would show Hunter Renfro walking into the stadium like they are probably yeah. going to be Garoppolo or Jared Golf or whoever. But if it would be a great opportunity yeah. to ha- have him wearing an NC State shirt walking into the stadium. Everyone has the Halloween costumes. They're yeah. walking in, and he yeah. just has to walk yeah. in wearing a, a Wolfpack T-shirt. Uh, there's a lot to break down from this game. It is a a big win, you know. I, I said this last week, where you know it's it's beating Clemson still. It's not really it's not beating Clemson, but it's beating Clemson. Uh, it, it's a big win for the program. It can help turn around the, the the second part of your season. But to me, there's like six main storylines, and uh, we'll start with the one after the game. <laughs> Dave Doran, wherever Steve Smith is, you felt the wrath of Dave Doran post game. Uh, there there was. Some internal or external motivation for the Wolfpack, uh, for those of you that didn't follow, Steve Smith Sr., uh, Panthers legend, was the guest picker for the the college game day. All his Utah stuff on, he was he was uh, filling himself. And when it came to NC State, he said they were just waiting for basketball season, uh, and then he picked Clemson. Dave Doran said, we're not a basketball school, and you can kiss my ass, Steve <laughs> Smith, uh, immediately after the game. Did you like to see it from the head man? What's your what's your t- what's your take? I, I'm still undecided on it because I we talked about it mm-hmm. weeks ago. Deion Sanders and yep. the whole like WWE. It, it was Deion format. Sanders, Dan Lanning the, from Oregon, yeah. Ryan Day from Ohio State. Yes. Like back to back, all were cutting promos. Like you and me, brother. Right. Like and, and I loved it because it did get the attention that those guys got, and obviously the. You know, Ohio State, Dion's Dion, and then Oregon. They're bigger programs than NC State, but I mean, it was all over social media. I just felt it was a little bit of a low hanging fruit. <laughs> like, 
the celebrity guest picker do your homework? You know, like, I, when in the history has a celebrity guest picker done their homework? They're not watching film. They're just looking at it, making a pick. And being from Virginia, I mean, I don't know how what you would say about this. Before I got to NC State, when I thought of NC State, I thought of Jimmy V. Mm-hmm. And I think that's partly because of, of the ESPYs that yep. you constantly are seeing that play. I mean, it's maybe the most infamous national championship play ever yeah i mean it's a, and it's because you're constantly reminded of it the jimmy v classic the espies during march madness they show it jimmy v so week. i think from a natural standpoint that's what people actually think of when they think of nc state is basketball but to dave's point especially during his tenure we have been better at football than we have been at basketball it, it's you the, the guest picker thing is funny right and ryan day did the same thing to lou holtz like <laughs> lou holtz is not an analyst he's just a guy that that showed up on a on a set uh it it because steve smith does stuff in the media for the nfl it kind of passes if it would have been like guest picker tim mcgraw or something it would be like but sometimes that's the guest picker like guest picker uh who was a luke combs for the app state whatever like if it would have been that it would have been even more ridiculous yeah see steve smith does bring a little bit more credibility you know he he you're not exactly like a civilian right he lives in charlotte Mm -hmm. so he's familiar with nc state with this program i would think um but I, I mean, the fans love it, and it did that, what it was Dave does to it do. every year. I mean, he has one of these lines every year, and it's a well-timed thing. I mean, we, it, it whether, did what it was supposed to do. If you watched college football for like the two or three hours after that took place, and they did like the you know, hey, let's go back to the studio for an update. Like they were talking about NC State football, which is is important, right? Like you yes. want you you had just beaten Clemson, you needed to give a reason for every. Hey, let's go back to the studio to be NC State beating Clemson, and he he made that happen. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it makes me think of the whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift like put him on the map, but that puts <laughs> NC State on the map again, you know. And it's Clemson. No one in a couple of years from now, no one's going to remember that this was a four and three matchup. It's mm-hmm. when we beat Clemson. Do you remember what Dave Doran said after yeah. the game? And uh, you know, I give him credit that he put puts himself out there. It was a mic drop moment, and then he goes to the press conference and he backs it up again. And and I, the only thing I don't like about it, actually, there you have to be careful with that because if if that's if you're not that guy, that can come off really cringy. And I think he was flirting with it. He yeah. was he was right on the line of like, mm, and oh, yes, and, and so it was he, right on the line. And then also you got to be careful because this is when all the um, kind of Twitter trolls want to come mm-hmm. out, and they're going to be going back and looking at all the uh, numbers and the stats. And I'm sure they're going to bring up that there's been no championships <laughs> in this time. He, um, he did. So it's like, you and, know, and he didn't exactly say it to Clemson, which I think was smart. He attacked yeah. Steve Smith Senior <laughs> yeah. because. Clemson's going to reload at some point, and you don't want them bringing up bulletin board material <laughs> right. like two years from right. now when they have the next Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I, I, you know, let's let's keep the Dave Doran train rolling. I give him and Robert and Nye a lot of credit. We going into last week, right? We we had two podcasts last week uh, that we released going into the Clemson game, and uh, I think we both at different points said the number one priority of the bye week was to drop a billion different ways to get Casey Concepcion the ball. They got KC Concepcion the ball in in a bunch of different ways. Uh, I have the numbers here. NC State threw for 138 yards. 83 of them were to KC Concepcion. 72 of them were on one pass to KC Concepcion. Uh, NC State rushed for 64 yards in the game. 51 of them were from KC Concepcion. 50 of them on one run to KC Concepcion. 
they did not fix everything in their offense. I don't think it was possible for them to fix everything in their offense, but they did work very hard to get that guy the ball, and that's looking like a good decision. They did a great job getting him the ball. I mean, he's the offense right now. Mm-hmm. My question going forward is, is that sustainable? Mm-hmm. You know, the, every defense, that's all they're going to be worried about is where this guy is. But I think at the end of the day, MJ, did he light it up? No, but he did what he needed to do, and that's take care of the football. And to me, the key going forward to this team is if they get – it's going to be the first quarter. If they can get off to a lead, then they can play – then they can play conservative, and then MJ just has to take care of the ball. What I don't know if this team can do is play from behind. And this this game showed that, you know, if we get a lead, if we have the defense playing the way that they are – then all you have to do as a quarterback is be a game manager. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. People win a lot of games playing the quarterback position, just managing the game. We we need a new word, and this is a side conversation, we need a new word for game manager that's positive because <laughs> because game manager, it's like changed the but, meaning. But it is not. it shouldn't be negative. Know, like There are plenty of NFL quarterbacks that have made a ton of money and won a ton of games just managing the game. And and it's it just it's become you can't say it now without people taking it as an insult. Right, it's so not an insult. We need to like just change the verbiage. Um, but going back to the Casey Concepcion stuff, um, the the long run I thought was the type of creativity I'm looking for because I before the play I actually said you know what is this formation? They had all their eligibles or, or at least three of the wide receivers in my my memory to the short side of the field. Uh, maybe even four. They might have had a quads to the short side. And I'm going like, what are, What the heck is going on here? They motion Casey into the backfield, which is just window dressing, then hand it off to him to the wide side, give him all that room and space. He ends up one-on-one with a with a player in the secondary, and, and that's going to go poorly for the guy in the secondary a bunch, uh, They they which is the creativity I'm talking about. Then the long touchdown catch was they just motioned a guy away so it was one receiver one on one he runs an in and just outruns the the entire Clemson offense or sorry entire Clemson defense which Clemson might be Clemson but you know they all still run the same 40s from high school that's all Clemson gets uh so so it's just it's it's the dynamic ability and you know if your offense isn't cooking but you know you have one guy that can be explosive you have to make your chances count, and and they did, and they did it enough to get the win. Yeah, I think Robert and I did do a good job. It was a f- four by O, which in okay in NFL you can't even do that. You can't align that <laughs> many guys, but to get everyone on one side of the field and just a running back, and then motion and back, then they get the numbers advantage. It was a great job, and you know to see the running back be a lead blocker like a fullback, and then he was out the gate, and mm-hmm. I think that shows the the playmaking ability that he has is that if he can get the edge, get the corner. He's going to take it a long way. So um, I thought Robert and I called a good game. I thought there was some uh, a, a few instances of some creative stuff. They mm-hmm. found ways to, you know, the touchdown to Casey mm-hmm. uh, in the first half where, again, it was a motion, a bunch. I think that was another 4 by O. actually. They motioned him to a 4 by O and made the uh, Clemson defenders, there was a man, they're in man. So when you have to run through all that traffic, it's almost impossible for the DB. So I thought that was a good play call as well by by an eye. And, and just for for those of you that might not know, four by O just means four wide receivers to one side, zero to the other side. Uh, you know, if you think two wide receivers each side, that's two by two, just to, to give you that little breakdown. Uh, MJ Morris, I want to talk MJ Morris and how they utilized him and how they maybe protected him a little bit. But first, let's take a quick break. Uh, the Pack Therapy Podcast will be back in a minute. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers. 
which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Pack Therapy Podcast continuing. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside my co-host, Mike Glennon. Uh... NC State quarterback MJ Morris gets the W over Clemson. Put it like <laughs> quarterbacks get all the praise, they get all the 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 negativity. So, you know, after the Duke game, he probably got a little more blame than he should. After this one, he's he's going to get the 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 praise that comes with beating Clemson. Were they actively hiding him cuz there there were point, like a lot of those, you know, we one and run reads, a lot of the screens, a lot of like it didn't feel like they were completely trusting him to go through a progression for a lot of that game. I agree. It didn't feel like they completely unleashed him. And I think that ties back into the playing with a lead. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, Dave, I, this felt like a Dave Doran victory. He wants to win with defense. He wants it to be that play with a lead. and um, Not well, many penalties, right. no turnovers. I will say, like like yes. play clean and let the defense Honestly, this game reminded me a lot of the, the Duke game, but what Duke did. It was <laughs> like the court, and MJ did more than the Duke quarterback did, but it really came down to like two big plays. Yep. And it was a the ironically the second touchdown, the long one to Casey Conception was a cover zero where there was no one left. And you know, MJ put it where he needed to. So um I thought he put he he did what was needed to be done to win the game. Now, if would I say he won them the game? No. I think the defense and, and Casey won them the game. Um and I did feel like the play calling kind of reflected that, but was that a reflection of MJ or was it a reflection of how well the defense was playing and playing with a lead? If, if we don't have to, why? Right? right? If we don't have to put our young quarterback in a position to, to have to make big plays or make mistakes, why is kind of the, the argument there. Uh, it's interesting you brought up zero. Uh, the very first drive of the game, I always one of the things I do and, and, and I was up in the press box, is the first two series for each team, I, I take pretty detailed notes because I like to see Especially coming off a bye, like you know, what what did you what did you draw up? The first drive of the game, Clemson run stuff. They completed a, a, a short one for four yards, third and six, uh, in which Peyton Wilson made the tackle. I want to talk about Peyton Wilson in a second. The third down, they brought yes. the absolute yes. house yeah. and and got smoked for a, a long gain. Should have been a big gain, but they got saved by a, uh, a whole downfield yes. after the catch uh, and it ends up you know the spot foul it ends up being a third and two afterwards and they actually get off the field for a punt but uh you know tony gibson is he's got some intestinal fortitude yeah. on him because yep. they've been burnt by that a couple times this year and he still when he feels the need sends the apps like all uh, um <laughs> What was it in, in Madden in like oh one like engage eight? Yeah, he's, yeah, just, yeah. he's just sending the yeah. house. I think that was a true eight man pressure. And 
cover zero, whatever the blitz is, comes out of Tony Gibson's mouth real easy. There's certain <laughs> play callers that, you know, whether it's like on offense, four verticals or whatever, they just have a knack when in doubt, I'm calling that, that player blitz. And it immediately brought me back to the Duke game. I, I watched, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, they're going cover zero again. Like, I don't know how I feel about this because Cade Klubnik needs to prove to me he can go play after play and lead him down the field. And I'm like, this might give them, I saw that guy catch that shot across. I'm like, he might be gone. Yep. And if he's gone, like make the quarterback earn it. Um, but <laughs> I think that it, it, that's just what Tony Gibson does. And I'll give him credit. If, if you're going to hang your hat on something and that's what you believe in and you're going to do it all the time, then then do it. So, um, you know, we, we, I kind of criticized them last week against Duke for doing it because they got burned this time. It paid off throughout the game, but you know you're living and dying by uh, you know you, it can go either way when, when that's your philosophy. As a quarterback on third and six, when I mean it, there was very little disguise. It was just yeah. I kind of was like, oh, like as my quarterback instincts. Obviously, I wasn't rooting for this for Clemson, but my quarterback instincts were like, oh, let's go. Right. Like, well, that's I, the thing. I just got to pick my winner, and when we're gonna have a big game. Here. As a quarterback, you like cover zero yeah. because it's just like I, especially when they show it. Yep. You, you know, you, you know that it's coming. If I get the ball out of my hands without you know before they get to me this could be a touchdown it just is one-on-one it, it takes the thinking out of it you know you're not having to go through your read figure out what what uh coverage they're in it was clear as day this is cover zero and that was almost out the gate so as a quarterback i it's always i liked cover zero and it's also um kind of like an insult like if you're going to cover zero me you don't think i can get the ball out of my hands and it's an insult to the receivers yeah, as well i don't think i have any winners right. in the first second and a half and it, it's I mean, I always knew where, I, like, I knew yeah. which guy and which route I was going right. to against zero. So, you, uh, so you're playing with fire doing it, but uh, so far it, it's paid off for the say, most part. And, and when it works, it works. And and uh, Tony Gibson, it's 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 part of his personality. Yes. Is when in doubt, bring the house. Uh, let's talk Peyton Wilson. Uh, for those of you that that listen to to the afternoon show, the drive on ninety nine nine, the fan. Uh, as part of our predictions going into the week, I said Peyton Wilson was going to score a touchdown, <laughs> so I'm 100% taking a victory lap on that one. Uh, and I even said it would be on a tip pass interception or a fumble recovery, so I'm 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 liking that. Uh, the guy's a beast. When he went out of the game, I got very very nervous. Uh, now he was walking around on the sideline, looked like he was even testing it, you know, trying to convince some people to come in, uh, go back in the game, but. Uh, I, I mean, every week I come come away more impressed with him. I think he has to be in the National Defensive Player of the Year conversations at the highest level. I agree. Uh, I mean, there's just really not enough good things to say yeah. about him. Uh, you feel like a broken record talking about it over and over again. He's just an incredible player. Um, I think the whole stadium was holding their breath when he went mm-hmm. down. Sometimes when they're almost like too calm, mm-hmm. it's like kind of what Aaron Rodgers did. Like you just know and you just don't show any emotion yeah. that that's what went into my head. It looked like he would be okay. Um, I what also just watching Peyton. People don't. Some people don't love NIL. Mm-hmm. He's an example of a guy that wanted to come back. Partly, I think, because of NIL and to prove that he could stay healthy to get to the NFL. I mean, it's crazy that this is what we're talking about. I don't know how much that guy's making, <laughs> but it, it should be more. I mean, without that guy, this this steal <laughs> this defense may look completely different. This defense may look yep. completely different. Um, again, it's weird saying that guy's worth every penny in college football, <laughs> but that guy is worth every penny 
um, that that he's getting from NIL. Yeah, defense held on. Give him a lot of credit. They played well enough without him, but I did think they lacked some sort of I don't know, inevitability. Uh, the one nitpick I have is I don't actually think he needed to die for the pylon. I think, <laughs> but he, it looks sweet. I think he was just thinking like <laughs> I need a new profile picture. <laughs> like I'm getting, like wildly athletic, and he could pull it off. And I, the fact that they went back and reviewed it almost made it look cooler because we just got to see it in slow motion like three or four times. But uh, but I'm not sure he actually needed to do that. Um, last thing here before we, we move on from the reactions, uh, what do you like? What are the the few things to build off? Because coming out of a bye week, you get a win like that at home, big win. Your coach is talking trash in the post game, right? Your quarterback gets to be a little bit more confident. What what are the things that, that they need to latch on to as they they move forward? Because you know, the, what are they, Miami, Wake, Virginia Tech, and North Carolina remaining. You need one for bowl eligibility, and everything else is, is still on the table. I think really from MJ's, you know, if you're the quarterback coach, you're the offense coordinator, you're talking to him, you're saying, hey, we got a really good defense, and although you may have left that game feeling like you didn't play great, you did enough for us to win, and that may be all we need. And it might vary week to week. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyler Van Dyke coming in this week against Miami, Drake May when they play Carolina. There might become a time where, hey, you got to let it loose and, and you're going to need to take some chances and things like that. But uh, we have a really good defense. So to me, it's just building all, off of taking care of the football. I thought the offensive line played a lot better. That Clemson is notorious for putting defense linemen in the league and there was not much pressure mm-hmm. um so i thought the offense line played well there was a the at the end of the game um when keon lasane made it was a big conversion at the in the fourth quarter uh i think it was rafael actually at running back they brought a cover zero and he stoned the blitzing linebacker so that was positive to see um that some of these blitzes they picked up and then defensively it, it's just just keep playing the way we are Again, enforce. Look what happens when we don't give up the big play, um, because I, there wasn't any. There or was there one explosive like big big play by Clemson's by offense. By Clemson, um, off the top of my head, I actually I, I don't remember right. any. Right. So which, I think that shows to them is, that's been a problem for Clemson all year. Is right. Is they don't they don't have the the pop plays. Uh, I do want to go back to the offensive line quickly here. There were there's still some communication stuff going on where uh, I know you highlighted some in a, in a text with me. There there was one where I, I mean if you have a back in and and they're not bringing six, there's really no excuse yeah. to to not keep it like give them all day. Yeah. And there were a few where it was either communication looked like the line was sliding the wrong way. Uh, there was one where there was there was a uh, the left tackle and and the running back were both on the defensive end and they just got beat even with the chip and and that kind of stuff. You know, again, looking at it from a quarterback's perspective, there are certain times where you, you almost turn your brain off to think about the rush. You're like, all right, I got all day because right. you know I have five guys in there bringing three, or I have six guys in there bringing three or four, uh, and and. You know, MJ didn't have that that benefit. Yeah, the, the the one in particular that definitely bothered me was they were backed up. I mean, I think NC State was on about the ten yard line going out, and Clemson brought three guys, three defense linemen. NC State was in seven man protection, which means there's a five on offense lineman, the running back, and the tight end. Somehow, the six guys end up on three offense or on two defense linemen, and the running back is stuck blocking one on one with a defensive end. I mean, that is the ultimate nightmare matchup and then MJ looks like he's holding the ball yeah. because none of his checkdowns are getting out I mean that as a quarterback you see they're in a three down front 
and you're in a seven-man protection, you're immediately thinking, oh, I'm getting both my running back and tight end out after they stay yep. in protection and get out. So, or, the- or I mean, and and like that that becomes like the football chess chess game, right? Because until they release, you only have three guys in the route, yep. and they have eight in coverage. Right. So you're you're not only thinking I have all day to throw, you're thinking I might need all right. day because these guys are going to take a while to get open, find the hole, or I'm going to need to wait for the tight end or running back to get out. And you're making all these calculations very quickly. So if if you don't have all day, that's that's an issue. That means the protection broke down when it definitely shouldn't have. And even worse, the quarterback's going to be surprised that the protection broke yeah, down when it yeah, shouldn't have. That, that's bad ball. I mean, there, there's no way of getting around it. I'm sure that that was one of the first things getting cleaned up when they watch film the next day. But also, I think there was a huge growth in the number of – or the lack, I guess – no, no penalty. I mean, there was yep, barely any yep. penalties. Offensive line cleaned that up from the Duke game. And I think that shows when we stay on schedule, when we take care of the football with the defense we have, we can beat anyone in our conference. Ooh, that's a way to end a podcast Ooh. right there. Mike Glennon, my co-host. I'm Tim Donnelly. We'll be back later this week with more Pack Therapy. See you, everybody. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group. Your partner in real estate. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.